Padding, there's padding. Pokemon, what you going for? Your first movie could have been so much more. But let's talk about that on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. What is that? Reflux Capacitor, Fluxing, Crew, Stations, Scanning for Pokemon, the first movie, 1998. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. So, was that intro that you were singing? Was that a takeoff of the theme song? Or? No, the Brother was versus Brother song. Or? When they're fighting oh, at the end. Okay. Uh, we're not to Sorry. the introductions yet, Paul, because this is the Retro Rewind Podcast. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners, to this here podcast of Retro Rewinds. <laughs> we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago and let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 143, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. Uh, and if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, uh, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, Aaron Strauss, LJ Lowry, The Feeling Film Podcast, Pierre Panda, and two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad designer and I predicted that Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, would be a tragic movie. <laughs> wow. Now, before we introduce our, our uh, co-host and guest, here is your Francisco's boop, 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 flash announcement. Coming soon on the Retro Rewind, on the Retro Rewind Plays live streams, which I have been doing now for a while, where I play retro and retro-themed games, uh, I am going to start a quest Yes, a quest to beat, not not 100%, but to beat every game on the Super Nintendo Classic, because I got my hands on one. I'm very right. jazzed about that. Uh, so I'm going to be playing that through my live streams and trying to beat every game. Why not 100%? Because yeah. <laughs> I got Larry, uh, bronchitis. Ain't no one got time for that. <laughs> it's going to be hard oh enough gosh. using save states, because I plan on using save states, because I have a life outside of playing games oh, uh, yeah. to, but I do want to try to beat every game on the SNES classic. So you can check that out on my live streams, which we usually do uh, Friday nights at seven thirty Pacific standard time or Pacific time. It's going to change here in a sec in like tonight, but uh, Pacific time. So follow us and you can watch if that sounds interesting to you at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. That's the end of your Francisco's boop, 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 flash announcement. Now I'd like to welcome to the show my first mate, my best friend, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hey, Paul. Hi, Francisco. Hi, Pikachu. Here is your trivial question, Paul. The original Japanese story showed Mewtwo in a more favorable light as as feeling that it has no place in the world and so wants to earn its place the english dub opted to just make Mewtwo an emotionless tyrant who wants to destroy the world a decision that both fans and critics criticized mm. in hindsight the producers felt they made the wrong decision paul what was a decision you have made that you today regret oh my god <laughs> there's not, so not many heavy things. at all 
uh, what I had for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> it goes into so many different things. Um, I regret not getting a little bit more for, uh, I just had like a, a chicken sandwich for dinner. I wish I had like a little more. Um, but you know, it helped me lose weight in the end. Um, wish I worked out more. It, it, there's a lot of things. Okay. I just want one thing. Paul. <laughs> well, I don't know if that counts. Something but, from oh, 1998. How about that? Because this movie's from 1998. Um, I, okay. Here's something that I regret. I, I regret. I don't remember much from 1998. <laughs> Um, not because I drank a lot. It's just because I'm getting older and my memory is going more. Oh, more, man. So. Lame. All right. Fair enough, Paul. How did you predict Pokemon, the first movie, would be would pan out well, before you watched since it? Since I've never seen the movie before, this is Oh, this is one watching. of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. I predicted... I didn't predict because yeah, you didn't I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, now we'd like to welcome back to the show. He's been on uh, several times now. Uh, we love having him on. He's the uh, one of the creators of Geek Devotions, which you can check out on YouTube. Uh, also does a podcast called Com Talk. Is currently showing off his Mewtwo uh, doll at me. I'd like to welcome <laughs> back to the show, uh, Shipman Clergy, Dallas Panda Marshall Mora. Hey, Dallas. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, Dallas? Here is your trivial question for Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back the first time. A narrator and Mewtwo's voice were added in the American version in the first segment of the movie to help better explain the movie to people who may not have had such a wide knowledge of Pokemon cra- of the Pokemon craze. For example, parents who took their children to see the movie. What's up, parents? Why aren't you watching Pokemon with your kids? That's my oh, question yeah. to you. Come on. But my, <laughs> but my question to Dallas is... If you are interested in a, in a movie from a fandom you are unfamiliar with, like you, you're not aware of the fandom at all, but the movie looks cool, do you just go to the movie fresh or do you try to orient yourself with the material that the movie's based on beforehand and why? I will, depending on if, if I knew it was a fandom for beforehand, normally my bride tells me if it is. But, um, <laughs> this was a book. Uh, <laughs> I will. I'll. I'll try to dig in a little bit and figure out what's going on. Not too much because um, if you do too much, in my opinion, if it's not something you grew up with, then you go in with expectations and it just—it's a bad, bad day for whatever it is. Um, great case of point. I watched uh, Dark Tower. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I knew it was a fandom, so I did a little bit of research in it just so that because they're a little because I knew they were gonna put little caveats in there. Mm-hmm. And I just had this feeling on the inside that it wasn't gonna do well, and I wasn't gonna be able to see the grandiose picture that uh, Dark Tower was creating. Yeah, and so I got to see some of that. So go, I went in there knowing that okay, this is a um, a tie-in for all the Stephen King books, like all yeah. Stephen King books yeah. go back to this. So I was able to pinpoint, okay, that's it, that's this, that's that, and so yeah, that's well, what I would cool. do. Okay. So pretty much just a little bit, a little taste, and then go on. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Awesome. And what was your prediction for Pokemon, the first movie I, with Mewtwo? I predicted that it was a uh, nostalgic film. Nostalgic. So we have a tragic prediction for me, nostalgic from Dallas. And, Paul, this is his first time watching. All right. Well, let's see how these predictions pan out if we ended up actually rating this movie a classic nostalgic or tragic paul why don't you enter our course for alice so we know what we're going to be doing for this episode all right alice let's have a round table discussion on uh pokemon maybe even the first movie including what we liked and didn't like and and 
also what we liked most and didn't like most, and we'll come back for our final rating and maybe some feedback and announcements. Awesome, Alice. Target into 1998, and let's go catch some Pokemon. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. They're soaring, shocking, bubbling, and beaming. On November 12th, you can catch them all in theaters for the first time. Pokemon, the first movie, plus the all-new short Pikachu's Vacation playing before Pokemon, the first movie. Together, only in theaters, November 12th, rated G. Oh, man, I so missed the vacation at the beginning. Man. Man, what's up with these digital views that you've just missed the, the, the shorts that come ahead of time? Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with that? But, you know, you obviously didn't remember there being a short, Paul, because you didn't watch this beforehand. But these are pretty much just an amalgamation of what Dallas and I remembered when we watched this back in good old 1998. In a Frankenstein or Frankenstein, however you say it, a like setting, mad pokey scientists conduct an experiment that brings forth a new life, a new Pokemon, trying to create a Mew-type pocket monster. Later... Ash and his friends travel the world after receiving word of a strange new Pokemon Master's Challenge. Ash gets caught up in the tr- in trying to defeat Mewtwo. Then a Mew Pokemon decides to thwart the enraged Mewtwo because reasons. So Mewtwo battles Mew in an epic battle that ends in a wonderful, touching moment. That was hard to concentrate with your anime-like <laughs> voice there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next time on Francisco's Dream Ride. That was... Mostly right, but some of it was indeed incepted. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't trying to Frankenstein different Pokemon together. It was uh, just the... Nor were they traveling around the world trying to be a master. That's true. They got invited. Yes, they got invited. Exactly. (laughs) But they were invited by a Pokemon master, they thought. Right. Like I said, it, there were some things that were technically right, some things that were technically <laughs> wrong. Speaking of technicals, Paul, give us some technical details about uh, who was in this movie, how much it made, stuff like that. All right. Uh, Pokemon, the first movie, hyphen. Sorry. We're going to put the hyphen there. I got to put the, the cool things in that, there. Yeah. And, and the above the E, so I'll leave all that out. <laughs> so Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Uh, came out in uh, theaters in the United States, at least, on November 10th, 1999. Do you know when it came out in Japan? Oh, I guess it was 98, because I put 98 in the... I thought 98 was oh, the IMDb what? thing. Yeah, exactly, 98. <laughs> trying to find out the date, though. That's why I asked. Uh, July 18th, 1998. Ah, okay. So that's why, yeah. Anyway. Um, there, it was written and directed by, um, I don't want to be offend, offending, uh, Japanese people by mispronouncing their names, but, uh, you know who they are, hopefully. And it's, oh yeah, <laughs> so well known over here in the States, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, same thing with, uh, the voices. Anyway, do you want me to go over some of the voice people? Sh- Cause sure, you said I was going to mention people, sure. but. You can. <laughs> I was trying to avoid not to, and then you're like, "Oh, Actually, do? All right. you know what? Do Ash 
Veronica Taylor did Ash and the Female Scientist and the Computer and Fuji's Wife. Whoa. And Eric Stewart did Brock, James, Squirtle, Weezing, Scyther, Hitmonlee, whatever that is, Magneton, Male Scientist, and Squirtle 2. Oh, my gosh. And what about the girl that did Misty? Misty, that's Rachel Lillis, and she did Misty and Jesse and Wigglytuff. What? Oh my goodness! No, the sad part about all this, though, the person, the woman who voiced Meowth, died back in two thousand eight. I had no idea. No. What? Yeah. No idea. Kind of sad, but you know what? Let's let's go from a low note to a high note, maybe possibly. How did this do? I can't. How did this do? <laughs> box office wise, okay. Paul. Uh, the budget of this film was about thirty million dollars, and it went on to gross over a hundred and sixty million really? worldwide. I was not expecting. All right, <laughs> so here's uh, according to Box Office Mojo, we have some uh, trivia for you. So, in the U.S., not worldwide, but in the U.S., of all the anime movies that came out, where do you think this ranks? In '98 or no, forever? overall, forever. really overall. Oh, Overall, I'll, I'll let Dallas go I'm first. I'm gonna put this in the top five. I mean, I think Stu Ghibli is up there with a lot of mm-hmm. his stuff, but with the popularity of Pokemon, it's in the top five. I'm gonna go for much lower. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go for Blackjack 21. All right, this is the United States, so it was actually number one. What? It still oh is. Oh, I wasn't. United States. You know what? You said that, but I was thinking. I was thinking anime was more popular over here than it really was. So, yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous of me to think it was that low. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, but as far as video game adaptions, adaptations, in, adaptations, sure, that too. <laughs> Where do you think it it falls? Ooh, as far Ooh, as the number of adaptations? As far as what? The number of adaptations? It, it, Our popularity. Box office. Uh, box office. Oh, sales. Oh, cool. Um, how many? How many are on the list, Paul? In the U.S., uh, forty-one. Okay. This I, includes. I was about to say this includes uh, like Street Fighter, Fighter, the movie, and Mortal Kombat, right. things like that. Right. I'm. I'm gonna say actually. Okay, given my my uh, low ball last time, I'm gonna say this is actually number four. Okay, Dallas. So. so- Video got adaptation sales, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So in, I remember in the U.S., when I bought Red and Blue back in '99, I was told by my cousin, who is one of those he learns everything in the world, that it's actually surpassed Tetris as the highest uh, grossing game. But I don't know if that would Red and Blue would count since it's no, no, like no. Video this release. is video game adaptation in the theater. Oh, in theater. In oh, theater. it's got to be number one. I mean. Come on. I don't know. Mortal Kombat was pretty Francisco good. Resident Evil was pretty good, too. So, okay, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. Is correct. It's number four. What? Mortal yeah. Kombat's number five. Oh, really? And what's, yeah. number, what's number one? Laura Croft Tomb Raider, the first Tomb Raider Oh, movie. okay. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. Angry Birds movie is number two. What? Prince of Persia is number three. Wow. Okay. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Street Fighter. Which version? <laughs> well, was did the animated version come out in theaters? I didn't think so. I meant the like the John Claude oh, Van Damme action, yeah, number Live twenty. Action. Really, that was that didn't do as well. Well, we're, we we're not here to talk about video game movies in general. We're here to talk about Pokemon, <laughs> the first movie with the striking two Mew. Okay, so 
Those are the technicals. Let's talk about the things we liked about this movie. And let's start with our guest. Dallas, what is one thing you liked about the Mewage of Tewage Pokemon? <laughs> the Mewage of... All right. So one thing that I liked about it was um, um, the jokes, the ridiculous jokes. That were <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know Vikings still existed. They mostly live in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, those are just... Those are the best, most ridiculous jokes ever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There were there are quite a few puns in this uh, in this movie. Another one was like uh, sending the cl- the clones instead of sending the clowns, and there's also like um, references to the show where like, the DNA scanners um, right. going through, and then they, you see the outline, and Jesse and James are saying that's Meowth or um, right. or something like that, and it's a play on what they did before the ad breaks and the in the show. So humor like that. Yes. That was one of my likes as well. Mm. Uh, Paul, did you find anything in this? Did the humor make your list or if not, what was something you liked? Uh, the humor didn't make my list. Uh, but something that I like what they did in this film, this anime film is that they kept the original theme song at the beginning with the credits, because I've seen the other adaptations where the TV series, they make a movie and they change the theme song because they're trying to do something new and different. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that they kept the, the got to catch them all. That's weird. I, did, I mean, I noticed they used the same words and apparently I ran IMDb yeah. that the music was not the same, which was odd because it well, seemed the right, the, but the, but, but that wasn't during the credits, though, was it? I feel like it the wasn't. It was, they had like a weird, like. I mean, it was intro, there is like, a battle it a during it. What? Yeah, they had a prologue. And then that, then then you. Had I the guess music. I guess I'm incepting that the credits came on during that time. So okay, but cool. Yes, I I was glad for your sake, Paul. That was not uh, white text on black background credits. There we go. <laughs> Because that would have been much worse. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I still need to get that shirt. <laughs> Let's go back to Dallas. What's something else you liked? Another thing I liked was, um, and it's what you, I didn't log it as humor, but I logged it as them uh, giving nod to the TV show. I, I don't like it when movies just ignore the TV, the source material very mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Right. And so scenes like where they did, uh, who's that Pokemon? I feel like that was a <laughs> yeah. great nod to uh, the series itself. It wasn't necessarily a humor thing. It was just like we're acknowledging our, our source material, which is this kids show. Yeah. Same with same with uh, when Jesse and James are saying, uh, like, uh, prepare for trouble, make it double, and then Meowth's yeah. like, we don't have time for this slogan, guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely stuff like that is... I, I, I agree. I mean, you have this... Obviously, a ton of these people... $100 million worth of people are mm-hmm. going to be watching this movie. I'm sure uh, mo- the majority of them are familiar with the show and mm-hmm. want to see stuff like that respected as opposed to another movie we covered, Transformer, The Transformers The Movie, where they kill off everyone, I would say <laughs> is a way of disrespecting the fans exactly. just because you want to sell more toys. And how'd that work out for you, Hasbro? Not Word. so well. Right. You know, they still haven't learned their lessons. I mean, here they, they keep making these movies nowadays, like with the Transformer reboots and the, mm-hmm. the He-Man reboot and everything. Yeah, and then they're not point. going back to what the people, the fans love most. They try to improve upon it. Well, yeah. they do weird stuff like, like Battleship. Exactly. <laughs> 
Anyway, moving on. Let's moving back on. to Pokemon, right? Okay, yeah. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> it's another podcast for another day. Before Mew strikes us again. Uh, something else I liked was the... Well, actually, Paul, you, you sort of touched on it as well. The Hearing the Theme Song again was a nice, like... It, it was just... It was a comfortable. And honestly... I, there are a ton of cartoons, theme songs I like, but there are also that a ton is. I don't like. This is definitely in the list of ones that, man, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It makes me just like jazz to go out and catch Pokemon or face my day. It, it just has this really awesome rock and uh, tone to it, and the lyrics are very inspirational. So it was nice that they included that as well. Uh, let's go. Let's go back to Paul. What's something else you liked? I liked how in this movie the trainers here were acting like uh, Anakin Skywalker and that they were trying to grant get granted the the master label. They wanted to become masters, but they were not labeled the master. Um anyway, th- <laughs> that's a kidding. <laughs> I'm like that's cool. I don't know where to go from there, but okay. yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was a it was a fun coinkity. Anyway, uh, but I also, I liked the message. I thought it was a good message of uh, anti racism in it. And there are other what? movies that there's a message what? of anti racism in this. Oh yeah. my, yeah, I, I did not like, pick up on. That at all. Are you kidding me? All right, that's kind of a subtext. It, it, yeah, who is, at the, who like is the finale too. At the finale, they're playing that song where it's like brother versus brother. Which I riffed on in the beginning, yes. Yeah, which it shouldn't be like this. And that's all like, you know. It's like, oh, okay, no. Different, we're yeah, still be no, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, you know what? You're totally right. I was thinking it was more like you shouldn't fight with your clones or something. Like it, was, okay. it, was a lot, it was a lot more subtle than Zootopia, but it was still there. Okay. Yeah. All right, I thought it did right. a better job of. Uh, of addressing it than like the recent movie Get Out was uh, uh, based on uh, mm-hmm. um, the no spoilers I haven't two. seen it yet. Well, I can uh, without spoiling it, I can say that it was written with the in mind of uh, African Americans feeling marginalized in the U.S. Oh, now I don't so even have to it, see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's might as well just told me the ending right now. Right, but that movie isn't for everybody. Like, sure. so it's hard to. Uh, to talk about it using it but this is this is i think would appeal to a wider audience and got it okay right. very cool uh and Dallas, why don't you give us one more like before we get to our classic makers um my um uh, like actually i had a couple um one of the ones was was paul's about the message that had was there but uh i like the small details they put in within the animation like Whenever Mew stopped Rhyhorn, whenever he like charged him, and all of a sudden, like when you saw the impact with the Cyfield, mm-hmm. like Rhyhorn's eyes just got like big, like what's going on? <laughs> like, you, like you saw the impact, and I appreciate when anime because that's stuff they can easily just not put in. Sure, it's kind of like sure, um, sure. Uh, what was it? I think it was like Lupus Three was another anime, and they actually like animated the turning of the wheels stuff that you can easily hide in animation and Mm -hmm. and, and ignore. Yeah. They did that. And so I appreciated that. Yes. That is always nice when you have those little touches. Unfortunately, there weren't enough touches in this movie for me, but we'll get to there. That's in a little (laughs) bit. Uh, Ending was touching. uh, That's not what I meant at all. (laughs) 
Let's yeah, go. There's a lot of like hitting. Let's touching. go to our classic makers. Um, Paul, touch someone. Paul, <laughs> this is not an AT and T commercial, guys. Paul, kind I of feel like the sponsor of the show. Uh, not yet. <laughs> can I talk now? I don't know. Can you? Sorry. It sounds like you're talking. Paul kind of touched on my tra- my classic maker when he was sharing his last like. But I thought that there were this movie. The themes in this movie gave, would give you, if if a parent were you know actually wanting to do this, I think it actually gives you a lot of good fodder for discussion with your kids about like racism. You guys mentioned also mm-hmm. of violence and uh, let's see, uh, finding your purpose or what your purpose mm-hmm. in life is. Discovering yeah. that is fighting always bad. Just I think right. there's there were a lot more things in this that were sort of. Um, uh, launch pads for discussion than I was expecting, mm-hmm. uh, especially yeah. how the the start of the movie, how the movie started. So that right. that was that was actually uh, cool that there was all that in there. Yeah, fighting back. I appreciate. I didn't. I didn't know this until later that that the subtext of, of the anti fighting was not in the original Japanese version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but um, when they put that in there, though, this was also around the same time frame where like. Parents were like super like anti Power Rangers and stuff like that yeah. because of the the fighting stuff. So I feel like that was one of those things they kind of they forced in there with that whole anti fighting. Oh, thing. that's interesting. Yeah, Man, the whole Ninja parents want to ruin our good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I remember Ninja Turtles being being very. Here we go talking about other <laughs> shows. Ninja Turtles <laughs> being my mom being worried about. I don't know if I really want you watching Ninja Turtles because it's so violent. Right. Yet they hardly ever use their weapons to. They never actually used their weapons, is my understanding. Yeah. In the second one. Well, no, I'm talking the about the, I'm talking talking about about the cartoon. Animated series? I'm talking about the cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah. Oh, no, they whip them out in the theme song. In fact, yeah. um, I think, Le- is it Leonardo's sword that cuts the screen in half yeah, at one that's, point? That's the most violent thing you get with it, though. Yeah, yeah, they're not like... I mean, they decimate pizza with it. Yeah, oh, that's true. watch out, pizza. Your, day, your days are numbered. You know, and I think the Mousers were on the receiving end of a couple uh, <laughs> swings there. Okay, anyway. back to the Pokemon's first movie. Uh, Dallas, what was your classic maker for this movie? All right. Uh, my classic maker um, is the... and I kind of touched on a little bit about the small details, but I really appreciate the art that went into this Again, one. we'll talk about that more later, but go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by art? Can you clarify that? Like, like the, like, okay, so they cleaned up some of the opening sequences and some of the background where they, um, like in the original series, um, and I don't know if you guys do it, I see grain a lot of times in, 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 in shows, and so I can kind of tell what, what era they come from. Yeah. But in this, they there was very little grain mm. in it, and it wasn't just how I was watching. I was watching some HD version. It's just that they cleaned up the the art. They had cleaner lines. They had um, better fill of the color. Mm. I appreciated that they put more effort into this movie. They did a little bit with this with the um, the Transformers, the animated movie that we guys watched that we watched a while mm. back also. Mm-hmm. And so I just appreciate the extra uh, detail into colorization, art, and lines within the series itself or within this particular movie. That's mm-hmm. fascinating how much I disagree with you there. But again, we'll talk about it. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Da- Go ahead, uh, stab me in the heart. It's fine. No, turn around. Oh, you know what? I'm going to pull up my right horn. Oh, hey. man. Here, let me, let me put you both. 
let me put you both at peace. I didn't realize any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Either positive or negative. But um, before I get into my classic maker, I have two questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, w- did any of you guys happen to watch the original uh, s- uh, subtitled version, non-dubbed? No, no I didn't. I, I never did. I, I didn't I, too. I didn't either. I couldn't find a copy, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I prefer that over the... Anyway, so mm-hmm. that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number two. Uh, what was the point of this movie? The, um, originally, this uh, was supposed to be the wrap-up of the series. Yeah. Um, but it got really, really big. Because like, in the game, Mewtwo is the final um, creature you fight... You uh, you meet him at the very end, and so he was always this mythical creature in the game. So the, in the series, they did this kind of the same thing, and so, so it was supposed to wrap up the series. This was supposed to be the series finale, and they're like, "Hey, let's make a big movie out of exactly, it." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But they're like, "Thank you." We can't kill that this golden helps. goose this quickly. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a whole lot more money yeah. to be made. But in terms of like within the context of just this movie, what is the point? I think it's just to show like that what's the message that Pokemon uh, brawling is not okay as they need to actually be shooting lasers at one another before <laughs> it's considered humane or right. Pokemon. Or sing them or to whatever. sleep is better. Exactly. Yeah. Or jiggly. No. Jig- well, bold. I mean, wiggly tough is the is the muta- evolved version of of jiggly. Right. So. If we're going to get deep with that, I think it's about, and maybe get into our, our conversation later. I think the purpose is about purpose, to be oh. perfectly honest. Oh, okay, nice. Rick Warren. All right, Paul, <laughs> what, is your, what is your classic maker? <laughs> My classic maker is the message of the purpose driven Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's <laughs> that needs to be the cover of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Purpose-driven Pokemon. <laughs> um, honestly, it was the animation. I liked the flow and the really? quality of the uh, a lot. I thought, um, you know, this isn't. I could tell this wasn't just a, a quick animated uh, half-hour special. Let's just throw something together. I really appreciate a lot of the the fluidity of the animation mm-hmm. in it not all of it i would say there you know maybe a good third to uh almost half of it had some really nice animation mm-hmm. to it so uh you don't often see a lot of that unfortunately in non disney uh american made animated movies so mm-hmm. i appreciate that got it okay Fair enough, guys. Well, I think, well, before we talk more in depth about that, I'll make the negative side. Let's get to, we like to go out to social media and say, hey, what do you all remember about these movies and video games we're going to cover? And uh, we're going to share some of that feedback with you now. First off, uh, Celeste Morris says, I remember from Monday how adorable Mew was. I want him as my pet, (laughs) but he's not a dragon, Celeste. You can't, you can't have Mew. So sorry. Uh, but uh, that was sort of a not true memory. That's okay, though. Thank you, for Celeste, for adding that. Uh, but we also have one from Robert Cole. He says, I hear you're doing the Pokemon movie next. Here's my two cents. It's not a 
good quote-unquote movie, but it's still a classic. I will show it to my kids when I eventually have them. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, uh, Robert and Celeste. And that is the extent of our feedback, guys. So with that, let's go to the things that we don't like about Pokemon, the first movie. And before, I'm going to start us off. But now I have a question of my own, guys, to sort of baseline us, I guess. Were Were either of you fans of the, what's it called? The t- no, the TV show. Well, I should. Yeah, that's actually a good question. Were you a fan, more of a fan of the TV show, the video games, or the card games growing up? For me, was it was mainly. Of, oh. Sorry, I, I was going to say for me is definitely the the Game Boy games first, and then mm-hmm. after that, I did enjoy the show for a little while. Not, I wasn't super into it, but there were some fun episodes. Mm-hmm. I was into the the show originally. My friend okay. had it. And um, and then but we live we're living in Missouri originally, and I started watching it on on TV, and I loved it. Watched it a lot. I cried. I'm not gonna lie. Oh gosh, went to a scene, <laughs> and then I'm mad enough to admit it. And then when we moved here to Missouri, I got a Game Boy Color, and um, nice. we bought Uh-oh. red and blue, oh, which yeah. was weird because I played my friend's original Game Boy, and it was all gray out, and so they were adding their own weird color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what was neat was there was the way that think the program, I don't know how they did it. Game Boy Red had a red tint, and oh. uh, or not the Game Boy, the uh, the red Pokemon had. Yeah, yeah. And then the blue Pokemon had a blue tint to it. I don't know how they did it because they weren't built for those systems, but it was legit. Or were well, they. they dun, dun, dun. I know that you can capture different Pokemon in each one, so there's probably some mm-hmm. serial number on it or somewhere right. that that the system itself could recognize. Oh, this yeah. this cart has to have this blue tint or whatever, but. Right. That's that is a cool bit of programming that they did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Paul, what, what's uh, your sort of main touch point with Pokemon? Neither. <laughs> so none of them. No, I didn't. I didn't play it. I didn't watch it. I didn't really. Uh, huh? Yeah, okay. Even Team what? Do you yeah, think you're just was, too old for it? Yeah, I was older at the time. I was okay. uh, when this was at its height. I was. Uh, a director of youth at a church where a lot of the youth members were into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, I could see what they were doing through them, you know, and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I'm, I am familiar with it on that level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know guys. Okay. So here's my, my first thing that I didn't like about this movie. And so I originally put the animation is just, it's, just TV quality. It's not any better than the TV than the TV show for me. From what I remember of the TV show, it seemed like they might as well have just they just made a long, long episode to me. Well, How, like I however, said, I, it wasn't really a fan of the TV yeah, show, I, so I couldn't really. Tell. I understand that, Paul. <laughs> I understand that. However, I will say I think it wasn't so much the animation and the animation itself, like the actual keyframes, mm. could have been actually could have been clear. I don't remember that. As well, I think what I was actually trying to get across in my in my notes to myself was the coloring. I was expecting a lot richer coloring, like mm. not certainly nothing like today, but Studio Ghibli, I guess, quality coloration to like shading and highlights to this. This is your first oh, Pokemon this movie. Flat? It, yes. Oh, totally. Oh, it I was about to say flat. mine was full of colors. Well, no, no. Different. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I keep using. 
muddling up my terms. Yeah, right. it didn't so, feel like these like highlights kind of, and shading. Exactly, and, and there was, was a lot of dimension. Ex- yes, yes. You know, I should just let you guys do my any dislikes. Animated movie after Who Framed Roger Rabbit is gonna look bad in comparison. <laughs> All right, well there we <laughs> go. So far, this is true story. Yeah, yeah. So that that's my thing. That's one thing I didn't like. Uh, Dallas, what's something you didn't like? Um, one thing I didn't like was the inconsistency with the clone Pokemon. Uh, you see the oh. uh, the three Blastoise, Charizard, and um, Venusaur. Uh, Venusaur, and they all had these stripes, and you and you have this sense of okay, this is a quality of the cloning process. Mm-hmm. And but then every other Pokemon that he clones, and he clones the top level Pokemon, they're not striped at all. Well, here's the thing, Dallas. Here's the thing. If you okay. put a cucumber in pickling juice and okay. just put it in there for a second and take it out right away, it, does right. it taste like a pickle? No. It has to be uh. in there a while. So those <laughs> bigger Pokemon, they've been pickled for a long time. <laughs> so they've started to have those uh, stretch marks or whatever they are, right, that, right. that coloration. So that's why you get that. As opposed uh. to the other clones, they've only been in, in the cider for like like a few minutes. Right. So. I didn't realize three three weeks was a was a pickling process for me. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I, I'm I, I didn't know either. But now, oh, thanks th- to this movie, we know. <laughs> thanks, Francisco, for having it be more of a classic now. <laughs> <laughs> pickling with Francisco Reese. Oh my goodness, Paul, what's something you didn't like? Uh, the opening theme song was good, but. It felt too much like a TV show opening where they were kind of like, I mean, this is like you said, Francisco, this is Pokemon the movie. If you're going to have the theme song, fine, have the theme song, but let's have a big action sequence during it. Not like, okay, yeah, I see these two are battling and it's kind of like, oh, that's nice. Here's a shot. Here's a shot. No, let's have boom, boom, boom. It gets it. No, I will say. And I know you're not a fan of the show, Paul. And a lot of times in the show, they did the 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 anime TV cheat of if there's uh, like a guy flying through the air coming at you, mm. they have a still of the guy move like just panning oh, with yeah, the background yeah. uh, lines and a color just going really yeah, fast. Right. Well, I'm glad they didn't do they, that. Yeah, they didn't do any of that. Whereas they did do that in the show. So. Well, I I was expecting it, to me it still felt too much like a like a with sorry with that theme song in there and the way they did it it still mm-hmm. felt like a really long episode rather than a movie intro mm-hmm. yeah yeah I I I can't to be fair it is like sixty minutes long no it's like it's Not an hour and I twenty like, like maybe maybe seventy minutes speaking okay. of. <laughs> Might be seventy <laughs> or eighty. Man, um, I want to go back and look at it again. Some yeah. this, this movie. Okay, that's completely the opposite of mine. I was like, when is this movie going to be over? <laughs> I really, I thought it was really short myself. I, of course, I didn't see Pikachu's vacation at the beginning. I didn't see that either. But it was just yeah, it kind of dragged for me, and it. I didn't fall asleep during it, but. Um, I did have to stop it uh, like two thirds of the way through and pick it up the next morning just because of uh, family that's stuff. Why? No, that, it, it took a whole day to watch. That's sometimes why. that doesn't. That actually makes the movie better. I feel like if that happens. So I, I don't think it's necessarily that that was the case. By but, the way, it's seventy-five minutes. 
There we go. The 75 minutes. So, yeah, for me, it dragged. Um, and there you go. Uh, Dallas, let's go back to you. What's something else you didn't like? Um, something I didn't like was actually um, the song, the, the theme song. I didn't like how the What's remake What's wrong with you guys? It. Oh, oh, th- this version of it. Yeah, this version of, of it. Okay, okay. I didn't. I didn't like I, the the sequence was it was it was a typical Pokemon thing. I think personally, mm-hmm. but the 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 remake of it it mm. it wasn't exciting to me. Like, yeah, I it was kind of like to. you're gonna be the very best. Like, no right? one ever was. I was like, what happened? I'm like, is like Teletubbies <laughs> doing this all of a sudden? I don't know what's happening. Like Teletubbies <laughs> and somebody with the guitar in the background. That's what's happening, and. Like the original version was so much more uh, high energy, more impactful, more uh, almost like mm. inspiring. And, mm. and I remember, like, I remember when I watched rewatched it, I was trying to separate. Okay, do I remember it being that way because of the nostalgic of growing up with it? Sure. Or is it just legitimately not a very good rendition? I think it's legitimately just not a good rendition. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is too bad. Especially, I mean, again. I, I feel like this is a movie, especially if, if you're kind of building it to be the finale. Everything should be mm-hmm. plus. Are you guys familiar with that term, plus? Like taking oh. up the next level? Yeah, exactly. Taking the next level. This, like, if you're going from TV to movie or comics to movie, everything should like look bigger and more impressive. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. like explosions, <laughs> colors, laser beams, smoke screens, smoke, 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 I don't um, smoke. Uh, what are the things called? Fog machines, smoke machines. That's what. Oh, it is. Wow. If you got them, pretty much. Uh, Paul, what's something else you didn't like? Um, like I said, I per- I usually prefer the original voices of Japanese anime, and mm-hmm. I felt the voice acting in this was good for some of it, but others I felt like most Japanese dubbed anime. It feels rushed in certain parts or it feels like uh there's not enough emotional inflection in that take let's redo that mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. this doesn't i'm like about half of it is fine the other half is like eh. well let me ask you this would you say there is the most emotional inflection in mewtwo's voice no. Oh, well, oh, really? You think he was? More- he he was very dry. Oh, okay. Yeah, was- okay. I was just gonna make the case that well, maybe everyone else. Obviously, this TV show was going again, and all the same voices are still this. I love that all the voices from the TV show were in the movie. That's um, great, but let's have more emotion. I get it, in but they don't have voices. time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, except for you too, because-, because they're getting because they're getting better. They are getting better as the years go by, yeah. as far as okay. dubbing is. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Dallas, why don't you give us one more thing you didn't like, and then we'll do Tragic Makers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a stupid one, but it's like when they had the uh, the storm expert, and she's like, don't go. You shouldn't go. And like She's almost angry at them. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to do this anyway. She's like, no, you're going to endanger your Pokemon. What's wrong with you? And then they're like, we're doing it anyways. She goes, I respect that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like for real? Like you're like the worst like wildlife conservationist ever or something. I mean, you're like I thought it added more depth to her character. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I can totally understand. Okay, she's can't be trusted with any kind of authority, <laughs> but at least she has that uh, moral struggle within her, right? No. Oh man! <laughs> but you know what? That really that that's a perfect lead into my tragic maker dolls because there are things in this movie that just the dialogue didn't match with the <laughs> intention of the characters or the internal like. Th- there's this like things weren't integrated like stuff would happen i think just to get the story along which didn't mm-hmm. match with a- anything that had happened before I, like mm-hmm. here are some examples like uh you have for i mean your example was one of them but also mm-hmm. uh oh so mew too he he says at the end toward the end i i have no times for games um well i forget like someone i think Ash wanted to challenge him or something like that. And he's mm-hmm. like, I have no time for games. Yet this whole t- this whole thing of getting people <laughs> to the island is one big series of games. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't have time for games. If that's true, just do the storm and be done. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, well, and to the- be fair, on that point, not that I, I'm not I'm defending it, but I'm not. I agree with you. But to be fair, the point of getting to the island was not to do a game. It was, let me get the most challenging, most powerful Pokemon trainers out. Anyone who might actually give me an issue and put them at ground zero and wipe them out on the front end. But why do you... What's the the point of that? If you're so sure that your storm's going to wipe out everyone, why do you need to do that? Because he wanted their Pokemon, because these were the strongest Pokemon. Oh, now that makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah, that's right. But why, when he just had the cloning? Yeah, actually, why does he need Pokemon to begin with? But why does he need Pokemon? Why didn't he clone himself if he wanted the most powerful (laughs) one? Ah, there you go, yes. Because he didn't want to be alone. He wanted the most powerful, but he he didn't want to be alone. Well, then he he should have cloned himself. No, but then uh, his clones would overtake him because they're just as powerful. So you have to clone less powerful ones. (laughs) It's a prestige situation, essentially, is what you're telling me. Okay, I I got it. That movie didn't make sense to me, so I don't get the reference. I still need to watch it again. Just at the end where there's... Yeah, anyway. We won't we won't spoil prestige for people that have not seen it. When does that come up? <laughs> oh, not for several years. <laughs> but yeah, there are just things like that. Oh, another sort of thing that didn't match was in the beginning, you have all this stuff happening, all this dialogue between the scientists and Mewtwo, and then Mewtwo destroys them all, and Giovanni comes in a helicopter and is essentially talking to Mewtwo like he was there the whole time. I mean, right. that's the way the dialogue goes. It's almost like, oh, these these kids won't be able to track that Giovanni didn't know that all this stuff happened, so we'll just we'll just assume he knew. He It was like he was there the whole time. It's like, oh my god. So frustrating. Wow. You, feel, you really cared that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because I'm about to like argue with you again about All this. All right. Though, then why don't... Because Bring his it. coming in was another aspect of his level of deviancy. Him, this is yes. the classic, like, I'm coming in looking like I'm your best friend. Look yeah. how horrible these people treated you. Let me help you become better. And oh. then he reveals at the end. Now, I'll give you that. His reveal of the end of like, you know, you know you're my slave. That was stupid because it's like... You just help yeah. this thing control his powers, right? And yeah. Wipe you that out. That was stupid. Yeah. Yes. But but the original front end of it, where he's like, you know, look how horrible they are. Let me help you. I yeah. didn't see that as a problem. But right. no, I, how would he know 
that Mewtwo wanted help to begin with and that he was looking for a purpose. I mean, all that stuff was established with the scientist before Giovanni was there. That's what I'm saying. No, he came in with that intention regardless because you can get almost anybody with that that kind of pitch. So, oh, so he's playing like psychic games like, oh, you will meet someone important to you and soon... Ish. Okay. I mean, it's just psychology. Yeah. It's a psych out. Jedi mind trick. Uh, I see. This is not the Pokemon you're looking for. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Dallas, that's your disagreement. But what's your disagreement with this movie? My, like, my tragic maker? Yeah. Yeah. Is this. <laughs> this, is, this is stupid on all kinds of levels. I was annoyed at some small inaccuracies, like the fact that, like, they were doing the whole, like, you know, they're cloning the Pokemon, and they always saw it as a shadow. And you... This is going to show how bad of a geek I am. They showed Scyther, and they go, It's Alakazam! I'm like, no, it's not! Oh, I, like, uh, I didn't notice that. Are, I didn't notice that. You guys are, like, <laughs> dubbing this mess over. You guys have been voicing these actors for God knows how long, and you can't get that right. Like, that annoyed me. I can understand being annoyed by that. I did not pick up on like, that. Like, that's bad <laughs> script writing, in my opinion. Yeah. Someone didn't do their homework. Pretty much. You got you guys got Pokedexes. Look it up. <laughs> uh all right. Well, Paul, that leaves you. What's your tragic maker? Uh during the finale, that song about brother against brother <laughs> yeah. is just Kumbaya. You so mean, I mean Kumbaya. <laughs> I was like the tone of the song, if they had like big sped it up or whatever, it just mm-hmm. does not yeah, fit. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> Coming oh from gosh. someone who doesn't is not a fan of the franchise, this was the most take you out of the moment. Yes. Uh, for the movie, and just like, are you kidding me? This totally. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what the Japanese version was like, though. Oh yeah. What that the, was all what that music would be, yeah, right. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was something similar because it's either hit or miss sometimes. Well, it's my mm. understanding, like the whole like like anti fight war thing was was purely Americanized. Mm-hmm. Like the Japanese was completely different. That's my impression. So too. they were encouraging the Pikachu to slap the other one over and over. Yes, do it, Conan. What is best in life? <laughs> Kill your, is it slay your enemies? See them driven before you. And to hear the lamentation of the women. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, now that we've entered all our target information into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Firing solution is super effective. <laughs> you caught the firing solution. Yes. Do we rate Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, a classic? We'd recommend anyone see this movie, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's only worth your time to watch it if you enjoyed it as a kid or enjoyed it previously. Or a tragic, we wouldn't recommend anyone spending time with this. Uh, certainly not if you've never seen it before. And if you have good memories, it, don't sully them with a rewatch today. So let's start with our guest. Dallas, how do you rate Pokemon, the first movie, with the striking Mewtwo? 
classic. All what? Right. <laughs> you. Classic. I had so much fun rewatching this movie. Excellent. As much as the certain things annoyed the crap out of me, I had fun watching this. I will watch it with any like Pokemon fan that's out there. My children will watch this. They will list off the original 150 Pokemon. They will love it. Why? <laughs> Would you say this is better than watching just the series in general? Better than watching the series? No, but I think it should, it belongs with watching the series. Okay. Francisco is shaking his head, by the way, for those <laughs> listening to the podcast. Paul, how do you... Francisco uses shake head. Very it's not, I don't know if it's going to be very effective. We'll see. <laughs> Paul, how do you rate Pokemon in the first movie? Well, as one who's never seen it, I I would think i'd rate it nostalgic come on i think if you enjoyed it before you'll enjoy it but if you didn't you still won't okay paul i will prove you wrong because i rate this tragic but this is such a tragic movie for me personally i probably won't ever watch this again (laughs) well then that's a tragic i don't know (laughs) i think this is unfair (laughs) no i rate nostalgic just to make it come on Okay, well, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, a draw. But thankfully, we have our amazing patrons uh, who, at a certain level, they can actually help break the tie. So with their votes tabulated, Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, is read a disputed, highly disputed, nostalgic movie. (laughs) Now that we've got that out of the way... Alice, will you please bring us back to our own time? Good old 2018. 2018. Crimp sets online. Receiving incoming transmission. You know, I should have seen that coming. I don't know why I wasn't prepared. <laughs> anyway, we have some. <laughs> wow. Before we get to our normal uh, flurry of announcements, we have some feedback. Uh, This is regarding our uh, last episode, 142, on Spider-Man. First, Nathan James Norman said, Thanks for the belly laugh, Brother Nate. So, Brother Nate, hopefully you're listening to this. Uh, And he says, Thanks for the belly laugh. Also, this is also regarding Brother Nate, uh, who was our, in case you don't know, he was our guest on last episode. Uh, Reed Benson said, Dude, I'm finally getting to the Spider-Man episode, and you guys just blew my mind by having Nate Milton on, Brother Nate. Uh, I've listened to a lot of wrestling podcasts, and Nate used to appear on live audio wrestling review AY shows, and now he's on the Post Wrestling Network. I would never have guessed that you guys even knew who he was. Two of my geek geek worlds came together unexpectedly on your show. Worlds That's are probably colliding, my Jerry. favorite comment you guys had. I know that like, was so cool. That was a really neat comment. It was. I was, yeah, and and like I think we said we may have sound this sh- on the episode. Maybe we didn't. Maybe it was like pre post show stuff. But yeah, brother Nate reached out to us because like he he even said he's a fan, which is totally word totally honors us uh, to hear that yeah. from anyone. If you well, listening right too. now, if you are a rewinder, if you are a fan, that that's so touching to us. So let us know. Thank you for that feedback, Nathan and Reed. And now it's here- Nathan James Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu, lightning strike, Paul Powers. <laughs> Pikachu. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
we're losing here. We're losing it here at the end. <laughs> I do want to say though, you can vote on the movies we cover at retrorewindpodcast.com slash vote. Buy our, our t-shirts at retrorewindpodcast.com slash store. Get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon at retrorewindpodcast.com slash support. And you can contact us at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. How else can people reach us, Paul, and you specifically? You can talk to us on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod. On, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also watch us record these very podcasts as well as live streams of video games and pixel art installation. In, installation in, Whatever Francisco wants to stream, you can catch it on <laughs> Twitch TV slash Retro Rewind Pod. Soon to be find- playthrough of Super Nintendo Classic being all the games. Yeah, but if you're listening... Uh, 20 years from now, which I think by then he would have gone through all that. We'll see. It'll take uh, about that long, I think, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's Twitch TV slash Retro Rewind Pod. Twitch.tv. Yeah, sorry. That too. <laughs> but if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to Paul J. Powers where I have all my social media links. PaulJPowers.com? Dot yeah. org? Dot net? Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. Or you can just listen to the next episode when we cover the movie Legend from 1985. Is that the unicorn Ooh. one with the Mission Impossible guy? I have no idea. Again, it's another movie I haven't seen. Whoa, two for my goodness. Yeah, back to back. Mission Impossible, the unicorn syndrome. What? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Paul. It's such a such a pleasure, such an honor doing the show with you. Wow, and I didn't know. Considered about a couple minutes ago, <laughs> that's that's just that's that's the part of the part of the fun. Oh, kind of maybe not, but still, I appreciate. It's like we're friends again. I appreciate you, <laughs> nonetheless, with all your images on the camera antics. Uh, but yeah, you're all exactly all your Paul antics. But I appreciate you so much. I'm also very grateful to have our guest back on the show, Shipman Dallas. Thank you so much for being here, Dallas. Always fun having you. Uh, Where can bless? Awesome, a blast, toys. Oh, got puns. (laughs) We has puns. Uh, Punmon, exactly. Dallas, where can people find you online? And is there anything you would like to promote? Yeah, you guys can find us, uh, my wife and I, at Geek Devotions. Uh, we are on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just look for Geek Devotions. We pop up on all those. Um, or you just go to YouTube.com forward slash Geek Devotions. We have a website. It's called geekdevotions.wordpress.com. And uh, we post up articles. And uh, what we basically do, for the most part, is we do uh, weekly devotionals based off geek culture on YouTube. And uh, this cool. comes out every Friday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, currently... Um, we are doing a Bible studies on Tuesdays on our main Facebook page. And if you want to hang out and just have a really fun, geeky conversation with a bunch of friends, such as Francisco here and Paul, uh, check out our community, Devoted Geek Life, on Facebook. Very, nice. very cool. Thanks so much, Dallas, for being here. Thanks for having Geek Devotions and Devoted Geek Life. That's an awesome community. Highly recommend joining it if it sounds at all interesting to you. And thanks for being here again, Dallas. It's been a blast, man. Awesome. A Blastoise. You missed it again. Jeez. Ah, See if we have you on. Dallas was not very successful. Uh, I'm <laughs> 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 
No, we love you, Dallas. Uh, but we should do a Jamaican version of Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> come on! I think there was. Gosh, a gotcha! He's the best. He's one of the water Pokemon, or water Pokemon trainers. Anyway, most of all, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right now. Yes, we are talking to your ear holes, and you are hearing us, and you are the one I am appreciating. Leave it at that. <laughs> but whether this is your first time listening to the show, and maybe this is your last, given what I just said, or you're a part of the Rewinder community, thanks for you spending said ear hole. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Hurt my ear hole. Spending time with us, and we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX. And you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be a part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at either of those. But like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. So, did we catch them all? I got to be the very best. Like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the (laughs) land to searching far and wide. I have become an Indian Pokemon trainer, not Jamaican. (laughs) What happened?